game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome into Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner, and the Wadena Deer Creek volleyball team, well, they made history in more ways than one, and we're going to talk about it with head coach Sue Volkman when we come back on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman, who on Thursday night got career win number 600. Sue, welcome back to the program, and first, uh, just talk about how you're feeling after getting that milestone. Well, um, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Uh, kind of just lets you know that, that you're getting older. <laughs> You've been doing this a long time. Um, I've been very fortunate uh, with the kids I've had over the years, I've had great kids, and uh, all the credit goes to them and my other coaches. It's it kind of kind of puts in perspective that you know it's all about the kids you have. Yeah, and and for those who don't know, just talk a little bit about your career. Kind of where when did you start uh, as a head coach, and just kind of what's it been like uh, from then until now? Well, I started uh, out of college. My first job in was in Deer Creek, and um, I started coaching, took a teaching job there, and then after I signed my contract, they told me, oh, by the way, you're the head volleyball coach. <laughs> so that's kind of how I started, and uh, um, been doing it for the past 35 years. And you mentioned the kids, and you mentioned uh, just throughout the years, and, and yeah, obviously a lot of that is with them as well. And just talk about what it's been like working with the girls over the years and just uh, building the relationships and, of course, winning a lot of volleyball games along the way. Well, um, I've just had super kids. I can't, you know, I wouldn't want it any other way with you know, any, you know, changing any of the kids I've had. They've been great kids, um, you know, lots of them. And they've gone on to do great things, and it just kind of shows the character of those kids that we've had through the program. Um, a lot of them have come back and helped, uh, put a lot of us back into the program. So um, I'm really proud of them and been very, very fortunate um, to have them in our program. And one of the girls uh, who's in your program right now who had herself a career night as well uh, was Addie Gravel. She got career set number 1,000. And just talk about what that moment was like for her and just kind of uh, how you're feeling as her coach. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, she didn't really know that she was that close to having 1,000, so it was a surprise to her when um, it all happened. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy for her. She... She puts in a lot of time and, and work at, at being a setter. She wants to learn as much as she can. And um, she's improved so much year to year. And being only a sophomore, I mean, definitely her best years are ahead of her. And, you know, what's it like getting to, to see her every day in practice and just kind of seeing how she rubs off on her teammates? Or just What's it like having her around? Well, it's always nice, you know, the most important position probably on the floor is is your setter. Um, you know, the passers and defense, you know, start everything, but it really is important to have um, a setter who can uh, command the game and, and get the ball to the, the people 
um, in the right times. And, you know, she's just very capable of doing that. And, Coach, right now getting the, you got the win over Bertha Hewitt on, on Thursday night. That was your one game this week. But, uh, you know, you guys are really clicking right now. Uh, everything's kind of coming together. We're already at about the halfway point through the season, which is already crazy. Uh, what do you kind of make of your team uh, so far as we're at kind of a, the unofficial halfway point? Well, we really have a, a team that meshes well together. So it makes it all the more fun and um practices are fun it's fun to you know to come to practice every day and and to play the games and the kids really enjoy you know the competition and you know they're really willing to put in the extra time in the off season and um they just you know we're meshing so well together right now and it's just starting so i think that you know as the year goes on you know we're only going to get stronger and when you say meshing well together, as a as a coach and through your eyes, what does meshing well together look like? Is it communication? Is it sharpening up on some technical skills? What does that look like? Well, it it involves um, the kids finding their roles, and once they are in those roles, then we know, you know, throughout the different rotations where somebody's going to be, where our strengths are going to be, um, you know, what we play to. Uh, it's just a matter of getting to know the person that's next to you um, on the floor and uh, knowing what you're capable of doing. And coach, you got a, a, a matchup next week uh, going to Henning next Thursday, uh, a big conference game. You guys are two of the top teams in the Park Region Conference this season. What are you looking forward to in that matchup? Well, I'm sure it's going to be uh, very competitive. You know, uh, Henning has put a strong team on the floor the last few years. And uh, we're really looking forward to the competition. And last question for you, Coach, just getting back to uh, career win number 600 that you got. You know, not only were you able to get to uh, that milestone, but also to do it uh, all, uh, you know, in one area, starting off in Deer Creek and then in Wadena Deer Creek. And just uh, how does it feel for you to just not only get to do it, but also get to stay in one spot the whole time and really cement yourself in this community? Well, um, I was born in Wadena. I grew up in Wadena. I graduated from Wadena. So, you know, I haven't really ventured too far out. So uh, it's really good to get back to a, a school that, you know, offered you a lot as a youth. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of that. I really love Wadena and the people of Wadena. And, uh, you know, it's always been home and always will be. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman, who got career win number 600. Also, Addie Gravel, career set number 1,000 in the win over Bertha Hewitt on Thursday. Coach, congratulations. Thanks for joining the program. And now the goal is to get to 700, right? Uh, well, the goal is to win the next game. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds all right. All right. Thank, yeah. you. thank you, Coach. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. Congratulations there to Coach Volkman getting career win number 600 as a head coach. And, you know, like she said, trying to do all the big stuff, worrying about all the big numbers and the records and whatever, that's not important. What's important is doing your job, doing the little things, and if you do all that, you'll get there eventually. So congrats to her. Also congratulations to Addie Gravel. She got career set number 1,000 for her. And we're going to keep talking volleyball here as our Wolverine Player of the Week this week was Maddie Karsten. We had a chance to sit down and talk with her. Here's a little bit of what that interview sounded like. 
We're talking with our Wolverine Player of the Week, and this week it's a senior on the volleyball team, Maddie Karsten. Maddie, thanks for joining the program, and just talk a little bit about how your season's been going so far. I think we've been playing pretty well. We've been kind of adjusting and finding the, our team chemistry, and I think each player's kind of been finding their role and kind of stepping into those roles. Maddie, you're a big part of why this team has been successful this season. Just talk about what makes you so effective on the court. I think an uh, asset that I bring is just my competitive mindset and like and kind of my energy and excitement I bring to the court. A year ago at this time, Maddie, you didn't get to play sports at all. You were dealing with an injury that kept you out last season. So now just how great is it to be back out on the floor and being able to do all this stuff again? It's definitely been something I've been looking forward to a while, and I kind of thought it'd kind of be a big adjustment I'd have to make but honestly once I was back on the court again it kind of felt like I never even left and I'm just glad to be back. And part of the reason it's probably so fun to be back for you Maddie is because you get to do it with your teammates again so how fun is it to be back out on the floor and hanging out with them? It's a different level of intensity I'd say but it's definitely one that I enjoy a lot. And now looking ahead here, Maddie, you guys are in a great spot in the season. 7-3 and three record. You guys are 2-0 and oh in the Park Region Conference. Talk a little bit about what your goals are for the rest of the season. Um, I think our whole team has kind of been looking at a conference title, but also I think just being a threat in our section come playoffs. And you guys are in a great spot to do just that. But as a team and from your perspective as a player out on the floor, what do you think you guys are doing well right now? What's one of the things that you think you're doing the best? I think just playing well with each other, and I think we bring a lot of energy to the court that helps us kind of get our momentum going. Maddie, you're a senior. This is your final year with the Wolverine volleyball team as a player. Uh, What does it mean for you to be out there? Oh, it's a lot of fun. I think being a leader out there, being kind of an older classman, comes with responsibilities, but it's definitely a challenge and one that I am up to. And what are you going to miss most about Wolverine volleyball when it's all said and done? I think just all the memories and the um, getting cheering after each point and getting excited with the student section is definitely one I'll miss. Our Wolverine Player of the Week, Maddie Karsten, a senior on the volleyball team. Hey, Maddie, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. More Wolverines Weekly is yet to come. We're going to talk with head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg when we come back. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We're back. It's Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. And, Coach, give us an update on how your team has been the last week. Well, it's a uh, two-meet week. We're gearing up to go to Grand Forks, an inaugural uh, first-time-ever border battle is the title, and it's got... A number of borders in place, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, even a team from Winnipeg, I understand. So that's the future. In the past, uh, earlier this week, we had a a hot monkey one, uh, maybe the last of those tough uh, upper temp humidity days in in Melrose. Um, Good place to be uh, because we get to see a little bit of our section mostly for the first time, and uh, the girls came away with a win. Uh, and uh, that was their fourth in a row, so winning a lot of local meets. And uh, the boys uh, were able to uh, 
get a good training day in, it was it was kind of tough. We were a little shorthanded, and uh, but there were a number of kids that got a a season best. So uh, all in all, a good day there too. And you know, just kind of talk about what you you liked. You mentioned uh, the girls getting another uh, first place finish here. Uh, what has gone into their uh, success this season, and who have kind of been a couple of those runners that have really impressed you? Well, like I mentioned uh, with the boys, you know, it's not everybody's available every time, and, and we've had just enough quality of depth on the girls' side just to have somebody step up and, and get those few points. It's it's not like uh, uh, these wins have been uh, clear sailing. You know, we're winning tough battles, uh, slim margin uh, in the point column. So, uh you don't really know during the, those races if you're on top or not until you sort out the math afterwards. It, you know, it's been a lot of, um, real, like I said, close ones. Um, emerging this year, um, is, you know, Amber Collins, of course, has been leading the way. She's a two-time state representative and cross-country and does really fine on the track side, too. Uh, but... Uh, couple of younger ones that have really stepped up are Britta Sweeney and uh, Carly Haverkamp and lately in Lydia Oldakowski and uh, Brielle Kern. You know, we've got ninth grade and uh, junior high represented there and kind of the leader of it all, uh, stepping up front, having done the most meets is... Uh, senior uh, Ali Pavic. So it's a very good group to have together in a meet, and they help each other a lot in practice. And you mentioned that kind of the last uh, one of those big, humid, kind of w- those warm meets. Now as the temps cool off a little bit, uh, how does that change uh, your approach with how you're coaching them, telling them to run, and, and just how does it impact conditions, maybe for somebody who doesn't know? Well, you still have to hydrate. You know, sometimes you can let your guard down that way. It, it, your body tells you, obviously, when it's really hot and perspiring, you know. You, so we have to remind them of that, and then they need to learn to dress in layers because, uh, you know, that wind or the cooler temp or the, even just the change from hour to hour during the day. So the dressing factor, you know, becomes a little more complex. Got to pack a little extra gear. Um might have to crack out the tent, not for shade, but, you know, for wind block or whatnot. Um, right now, it just kind of feels refreshing, that air temp. And uh, so, anyway, um, it's been a while since we've seen snow during a cross-country season, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, who knows by the end if that'll be part of the mix, too. So, for somebody who's not really, uh, not as experienced in in kind of the perfect running conditions, what exactly is that perfect temp or perfect climate to to go on a run? I think uh, somewhere in the 50s is a good range. You know, not too much of a breeze. Uh, The breeze is good when it's hot, of course, but uh, if you can get that temp down in the 50s and, um, you know, just kind of keep a gentle wind, uh, I would say that's a real feel-good temperature. And, of course, if it goes below 50 into the 40s or whatever, you can throw some sleeves on, and, and that's good, too. So I generally would say a temp in the 50s. Last question for you here, Coach. You mentioned going into uh, 
that border battle meet, not only is it a border battle with the Dakotas, also a border battle with Canada, if that school from Winnipeg does uh, come in there. And talk about how great of an experience it's going to be for your runners to get to go up against some different competition and just uh, in a different place and really get to kind of break out of the comfort zone a little bit. Well, out of all those different locations, North Dakota is the one that's represented the most. Um, the Minnesota-North Dakota border. And uh, they there are enough teams where, like for the junior high runners, uh, they run great specific races. And so, like, all the seventh graders from all the class schools will be in that um so, you know, 7th and 8th graders will get to go against some big school runners, um, which isn't totally new that, you know, that happened at Perm, et cetera. And the varsity is, has a two-class system, but really, I mean, it's going to be, like, lots of different colors and uniforms and just, like, <laughs> you know, the some of the usual bearing markers, like uh, know, kind of knowing who locally you should maybe compete with in a race you know that's all gone so uh maybe in a sense uh our runners will help each other out uh and recognize each other in the race and just listen to your their bodies when they run and not having some familiar opponents um just uh uh i would say that would be probably one of the big factors is um lack of recognition of familiar uh jerseys <laughs> We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. Mike, uh, good luck uh, in this uh, upcoming meet for your team, and we'll talk about it next week. You betcha. Thank you. Wolverines going all the way up north to Grand Forks. They're going to check that out. It's always interesting uh, when you do some of these individual sports like that. With some of the team sports, you, you really stay in your area. You don't really go outside of it. You know everybody. You know you've been playing against them since you were in elementary. And then all of a sudden you get to these individual sports like cross country and you get to these meets and you've never heard of any of the schools. And that's always really interesting and really cool uh, part about that as well. Now we're going to go from cross country. We're going to go check in now on the tennis court with the Wolverine tennis team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. Coach, how's the last week been for your team? Yeah, this has been a really fun week of the season as you get into the middle of the season towards the end. It can sometimes, you know, drag on. But this week we had a uh, a scrimmage, excuse me, with um, Osakis on Tuesday. So they came to town, and we were able to match up things, our players a little bit differently so we could try a few different um, lineups, try a few different um, scenarios, people in different positions. So that was fun. I'm um, playing a very quality team. Osakis has a wonderful lineup, so to have that solid experience was good. On Wednesday, probably the best practice we've had all season, we had staff versus our players, and so we had – about two dozen staff come out um, from the elementary school, from the high school um, leadership, and it was just a wonderful time. There was so much laughter on the courts. Our girls got so much hitting against a variety of um, teachers and staff, and it was just neat because they came with all ability levels. So every one of our girls got to match up with a staff member of equal um, or similar playing ability. So, you know, we had elementary teachers and music teachers and the principal and um, our social worker and FIAD teacher. So it was just this great time um, all the way around and lots of laughter on the courts and just a great way to lift up our young people um, from the adults within the school system. 
you know, and that can always get a little bit dicey too as well. You know, you got a teacher against you, a principal, they might, you know, he might be threatening a test or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was all, it was all in really good fun. Everyone was such a great sport. The weather didn't cooperate quite as well as we had hoped, but uh, the staff certainly did. So that was fun. And then yesterday we traveled to um, Long Prairie, Gray Eagle, and our girls came away with a 7-0 win. And so that was young. Our younger players especially had stepped up and, a lot of straight, well, they were all straight set wins, so that was just a really nice way to end the week. And, you know, tracking back a little bit to that scrimmage you had against Osakis earlier this week, you know, a lot of people will do scrimmages earlier in the season to kind of just see where everybody shakes up, get everybody ready for that first game. But just talk about that importance of having a scrimmage in the middle of the season to, like you said, kind of just uh, see how everybody shakes up, try some new things uh, against live competition. Yeah, it was really neat because, you know, I had a sense of where um, my players are, so then I had a better sense of how to mix them up. And when you build a schedule for, you know, an outdoor sport, you build it um, really heavy kind of on the front end, so you leave those dates open in the end. So should you need to fill in for rain days, you have those opportunities, especially with your section and conference matches. And so since the weather has cooperated so well with us, we had some free dates. And so that allowed us to pull in a scrimmage in the middle, which I know mixes things up a little bit, but it was nice just to be able to play in a different mindset, work on some things that you can't always work on in a match, you know, things that we had talked about most of the season. So it was a really neat um, opportunity for the girls and it's something that I hope we continue to do in the future years. And, you know, also talking a little bit again about that uh, staff versus students kind of scrimmage you had as well. How did that come to be? Is that, a, is that something that the program has been doing? Is this a natural, organic thing that just kind of happened? Uh, just talk about how uh, you got it organized. Well, it was a, for the first time this year, and it came because there was a, a couple staff members who had just started, you know, just having that friendly competition um, talk about wanting to, you know, hit against our players who are continually getting better. So the former tennis coach came out and, you know, so he was playing against us. And so it happened organically um, based off of just some fun conversation that started. And then it seemed to just kind of take on a life of its own. And people that I was surprised said that they would come out and play, came and play. And it will be an annual event from here. And I hope that um, the energy that we created this week will just continue and more staff will want to join us. And that it'll just be something that every year the tennis players look forward to. Well, and you mentioned that, just giving something them to look forward to. It's the middle of the season. It can get kind of long just to have that day where everybody's a little loose, but there's still a lot of opportunity for good competition. That's what you want, right? Absolutely. And it does. It helps so many things. It helps that mental game. It helps affirm their skills when they're playing. You know, that's those staff members. And it just, yeah, it just gives a break. Keeps them loose, like you said. That is so important in tennis. And, Coach, looking ahead, kind of what does the schedule look like for next week, and just uh, what are you expecting out of your girls? Yeah, we only have three matches left um, before the end of the regular season, and two of them are next week. So we have some really solid matches next week. We travel to Pequot on Tuesday, and we travel to Perham on Thursday. So um, it's going to be some tough competition for the girls. It's really going to set them up and get them ready for section play. So I'm looking forward to um, just a really solid week of solid competition. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. Coach, great to catch up with you and hear how everything is going, and hopefully your girls played really well against the staff, and hopefully uh, nobody's grades are affected too much by uh, by how they played. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. I guess we'll see at mid-quarter, won't we? <laughs> exactly. All right, great to talk uh, with you, Coach. We'll do it again next week. Yep. Yeah, thank you, CJ. Bye-bye.
That's Coach Jill Themeyer for the WDC tennis team. And, you know, that's a, an interesting part. They had a match against Long Prairie Great Eagle. They did very well in that match, but that almost wasn't the highlight of the week. It was kind of that scrimmage against Osakis, and then more importantly, that teachers versus students scrimmage as well. And that's really cool to see because it inspires the friendly competition, and it just kind of shows that even though some of these teachers aren't their coaches, they're not there with them every day in practice, but they still care about them, still want them to do really well and will come out and help them sharpen up their skills, which is really, really cool to see. So it's just fun. That's awesome. It's why you love sports. It's the whole point. So great to see there from the WDC tennis team. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer after his team's big win over Red Lake. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer. And coach, had a nice win against Red Lake. Just talk a little bit about uh, what went into the game. Yeah, it was good to go on a long road trip um, and come away with a win. You know, we had the odd day. We had to leave school early. Um, early game, two at 530 and then a long trek back. So just good to get there, um, stretch out, you know, make sure we're feeling good before the game and go and have a successful night and then make sure we get through the game with no injuries and we should be should be good on that front and uh, made our way back and the kids are in school today. So, uh, well, today, Friday, but um, ready to go and, and get, get to the next part of the season. We have big homecoming coming up this week and, you know, half the season's already done. So crazy how fast time flies, but we're, uh, we're excited for this week and excited for what's to come. Yeah, and you mentioned that halfway through the season. It's crazy to think already. But uh, your team is 3-1 and one, uh, through this point of the year, a great spot. Just talk about what has led you guys to get in this position. Yeah, 3-1, I mean, it's a good spot to be in. I mean, obviously we talked about our game last week against Mills where, you know, it was one where we were in it all the way and we competed up until the end and they're a great team. But, um, you know, besides that one maybe getting away from us, it's, we're in a good spot and, for the most part, I feel like we're fairly healthy, uh, which is big. Um, obviously, making a push here down the stretch, back half of the of the season. Um, no big injuries or anything right now, so we'll knock on wood with that one, and hopefully we can keep going through. And obviously, we've talked about you know in the last last few weeks about what's kind of led us, and I feel like our offensive line has been has been a big part of that. Um, and Josiah stepping into a, a new role and being a leader back there, and kind of taking the offense and just kind of cruising along with that. And then obviously a lot of experience back on the defensive end has been big for us as well. So been a good, good four games. We're really looking forward to the next four. So, And, you know, you mentioned your quarterback in Calvig. He had some big shoes to fill filling in for Ronda's vet and now being the quarterback of this team halfway through the year. Uh, you know, all that stuff uh, about being the new guy, being whatever, that's all gone. Now he's kind of uh, fully embraced this role as starting quarterback. How has it been like with him in practice, with leading that offense, and just what have you seen out of him? Well, it's been awesome to see um, the strides he's made just in the football sense, where he's always been a smart kid and he's always understood the game of football, I feel like, but getting out there and getting a lot of experience and Actually, we've seen a few different defenses through the first four weeks where now we can kind of you know, put that experience in the back of his mind, and if we see something again or if we see something happen in the middle of a game, um, he doesn't play defense for us right now, so it's good to have him come off the field, and we can kind of chit-chat uh, while the defense is out there. And 
make some adjustments and he can tell me what he sees and I can tell him kind of some things that I see and we kind of take those two things and, and kind of mix them together, which is always good. You don't want, you know, a kid kind of just doing what he wants, but you also don't want a coach just, you know, making the kid do everything that you want to because obviously you put in a game plan, but those kids have to go out and execute it and those kids, they're the ones playing the game. So they're the ones seeing things and, you know, maybe a little adjustment here or there. And I think that he's done a good job telling me what he sees and maybe what we can get kids or get other guys open or different run plays, things like that. So I think he's settled in and, and just the football knowledge and being able to make adjustments in game has been awesome. And in practice, same thing where we're just kind of taking a game plan from Monday and building it out towards Friday and just making small adjustments. And it's definitely not just the coaches that make that game plan. It's, you know, the kids give their input and he's been doing a good job too. Um, kind of giving things that he likes and things he thinks that um, could put the team in a successful position. And Coach, your defense has been really good this season too as well uh, against Staples Motley and Monaga, Mills, uh, and Red Lake. You guys have, uh, in terms of points allowed, you guys have uh, done a pretty good job in that per game. What do you uh, attribute most to your defense being successful? I just think the biggest thing is, you know, kind of how we talked about preseason was that we had a lot of guys back with experience, and I just think, Football is a sport where you really can't replicate experience because obviously other sports kids can play at a young age um, and they play all the way through elementary and you know junior high, things like that. But I think football is a unique sport where you do need a lot of experience because it's just it's kind of a game, obviously a lot of contact. And you, know, you want the game to slow down and the game's not going to slow down until you do get that experience. So I think that, that plays a big part into it. And I just think, too, we got a lot of guys that have pretty good speed. So I think um, they'll be able to close things down and we can make team tackles and, you know, get to the ball fairly quickly. So a lot of the speed and a lot of the experience for um, the defense side of the ball this year so far. And now looking into the second half of the 2022 season, what do you want your team to improve on and what's the goal going forward? Yeah, I mean, obviously the goal, you know, we're going to take it one game at a time, that's for sure. Um, we got a huge game this week for uh, homecoming. I think World's going to be, they're going to be a great team. They have a great running back. If people get a chance to come out and check out the game, they're running back. He's electric. He's he's a big kid. He runs really hard. So, you know, what we're trying to improve on is, you know, we saw it in the Mills game with kids who, they had kids who run really hard too. We got to make sure we tackle um, and we actually wrap up. I think we got guys who, who love to hit and crave contact, but that's not all that football is. It's not really about, you know, how hard you can hit. We got to make sure we can get guys and we can get them to the ground. So we're kind of working on, you know, wrapping up and continuing on with team tackling and making sure we can get kids down. Um, and Warwick's going to be a tough one. But if we can improve each week on that, obviously we're going to see some good teams here down the stretch and into the playoffs that they're big and they're physical and they run hard. So we just got to make sure we're improving on our physicality and, you know, whatever we see, um, just play on that experience and play on that toughness and, you know, just be ready to, to take hits and be able to get back up. So if we can take one game at a time and just and just stack on each game and, and get a little bit better and improve um, in little parts on offense too. I think the biggest thing for us is, is turnovers and penalties. We've actually had, I mean, we've had a fumble or a pick or some sort of turnover in every game so far. So definitely have not been uh, clean. Uh, we've had some big plays and things like that. But the turnovers and, and penalties, we've had quite a few of those here uh, throughout the first four weeks. So if we can kind of clean those things up, um, clean up the defense, then uh, we can continue to get better as a team. And then special teams, I think, it's been great so far. I mean, our, our uh, kicking unit, Cole, has been unbelievable. I mean, last night he was, I think, 8-for-8 eight eight, um, kicking, which you do not see, even in the NFL, you know, guys going 100% in extra points, and especially going 8-for-8 eight eight in high school. I think that's 
that's great. And like I said before, I think it could be a, a real weapon having him and everybody. I mean, MJ is a great snapper. I don't think he's had a bad snap since he's been snapping since, I don't know, ninth or 10th grade. So just everyone putting that unit together. And then obviously the other units on special teams, we got to show her up and just continue to get better. So obviously we got a lot of places that we can continue to get better, but you know, I like where we're at and we're just going to keep going. One last quick question for you, Coach. In that game against Red Lake, i got to say, you had a little bit of a big man touchdown, saw the Wadena-Deer Creek sideline uh, yep. go a little crazy. Talk about that play. Who scored and uh, just what what went into it? So Eric Benson, he's one of our uh, one of our offense and defense linemen. Um, he starts at nose tackle for us right now, and he plays offensive line once in a while depending on you know what, what we're doing um, for the week. But – you know, the big guys always want to get the ball, any type of lineman. They always say, can I get a carry? Can I get a pass? Whatever. I mean, they can't get passes because of their number, um, but they can get a carry. And he's actually my student service worker, and we were just talking one day. And it came up about, you know, maybe getting a carry or getting the ball. And we are kind of talking about maybe closer towards the goal line. Um, but then we get there last night, and he's like, no, I don't I don't just want a little fall-in touchdown. Like, I want to run the ball. Like, let's let's go. So I'm like, hey, if you – if we get into the situation where you can, like, we'll give you a chance. And he was actually, I think, like 21 or 22 yards out. And he just got a, a zone to the left side. And the left side of our line blocked really well. And he saw some space. And I think Jagger out there, our receiver, made a good block on the corner. And Eric just, you know, I, I told him, I've never seen him run that fast. And he's like, well, yeah, I had the ball. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he, he did a good job. And he got into the end zone. And the sideline was just pumped up. And everyone was hyped for him. And, you know, it was a good moment. You like to see, you know, in a game like that, you like to see kids having fun and being excited. So that was a fun moment for everybody. I'm sure Eric loved, you know, getting the ball and getting in the end zone. But that was one for everyone on the team, and it was just, you know, it was an exciting run. So, yeah, that was fun. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head coach Kyle Petermeyer. Now apparently is a bit of a running back controversy. So uh, uh, yep. that'll be something to watch in for uh, for next week. I actually week. did at halftime, you know, a funny story I said, Eric was asking if he could play running back all the time, and this was before he got the ball. And I said, "Hey, if your if your first two touches are touchdowns, you're going to have to take over, you know, Evan's spot right now." Um, and then his first touch went for twenty some yards and a touchdown. So then, you know, he had to get another carry, but that second carry didn't go as well. So, you know, Evan's safe and. DeAndre, those guys, they're safe right now. But, yeah, Eric's definitely lurking back there. <laughs> We're talking with Coach Peter Meyer. Uh, Coach, thanks for stopping in, and we'll talk to you next week. You bet. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com. <laughs>